0: Hot damn. (laughs) Hot damn, I say. (laughs) Welcome back to the show, everybody. This is Good Morning Toy World, your source for semi-premium adult-related toy talk. My voice is super scratchy, and this episode is a bunch of days late because of that. Uh, I am your host with the most, your ghost with the most... I've already said this one... I'm going to start it over. I can do this. I got this, Tony. Believe in me. <clears throat>
1: I believe. I don't believe in yourself. Believe in me. believe in you.
0: Be- Karen Langan?
1: Yes. That's where we're <laughs> animating this one.
0: <laughs> um, I am your host with the ghost of his childhood haunting him. I am Logan. Joining me via satellite is the principal of Monster High. Say hello to the people, Tony.
1: I'm Tony and I have low <laughs> self-esteem.
0: <laughs> this is where we, this is where the truth happens on Good this Morning Story World.
1: It's episode seven, watch me burst into tears. Well you can't watch, but you can listen to it all fifteen listen, listen, awkward minutes of it.
0: Listen to an hour of two guys with beards weep and to try to figure out why they collect plastic.
1: <laughs> Maybe that that's the answer right there. <laughs> that's the answer we just to that, need to right? Shave? No, no, no. We weep because we collect plastic.
0: Okay, maybe. I I don't know. Last episode, or maybe it was an episode before that. I said something about Tim Burton's Batman, uh, chucking a guy down a hole. Yes, that's right. Yeah, and I said something about his fabulous hair. And then, upon further reflection, I realized that the guy didn't even have hair. Like I'm pretty sure he had a shaved head. Okay. Um, And I think I just like I think I just see the past the way I want to see it. So I'm gonna just let everybody know that uh, Indiana Jones has a mustache. That's that's what I'm getting
1: at. You heard it here, folks. Indiana Jones confirmed for
0: mustache. He just always had a killer mustache.
1: (laughs) Almost sounds like one of those weird foreign bootleg movies. It's like Turkish Star Wars. This sort one's of like Hungarian Indiana Jones. He's got like this big old porn star mustache.
0: Yeah, definitely. And at one point, the mustache like blocks like a a weapon.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Or it, it's responsible for the death of a man.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think the yeah, the I mustache I mean. pushes a guy off a cliff into a pit. <laughs> he does.
1: That's it's exactly what it
0: is. Yeah. Man, oh. I have a VHS copy of Raiders of the Lost Ark sitting on my coffee table, and um, nice. I was I was reading the back of it, and whoever wrote the splash on the back of that thing should be fired from Paramount's home cassette, video cassette uh, <laughs> department. I'm sure the, I'm sure they've fired all the employees from that department or hired them up into the newest format. I'm sure they didn't just clear house when DVDs came out.
1: <laughs> they they all got picked up by Blockbuster and then well, we all know how that went.
0: But uh, the write-up on the back is so funny. Like, I don't know who... Like, whoever wrote it hadn't seen Indiana Jones. Or they had (laughs) just gotten the cliff notes. Because it's like, uh, follow follow Jones, the architect... Or, not architect. uh, The archaeologist... Uh, As he wades through a waist-deep pile of reptiles. Snakes. Snakes alive. Indy hates snakes. He also hates Nazis. He's gonna do everything he can to stop those goose-stepping goons from getting their hands on the Ark of the Covenant. Hold on and enjoy the ride. (laughs) Oh my
1: god. (laughs) Isn't
0: Isn't that incredible? Like, I couldn't write something, like, such a poor synopsis for something if I tried my hardest. Like, if somebody was like, hey, uh... I want you to write a write-up for Now and Then, uh, the teen movie for girls, um, Go Nuts. And I would just be (laughs) like, well, uh, fun fact, I love that film, uh, and I can't say a bad word about it.
1: (laughs) I I didn't know that was a real film.
0: You haven't seen Now and Then?
1: No. No, I haven't. Oh,
0: man. If there was ever a reason to love Christina Ricci... It's that.
1: And that's Christina Ricci in it? Speaking of Beetlejuice... I, Christina Ricci. I really hope that is her. She was Lydia, right?
0: No, that's totally Winona Ryder.
1: Son of a bitch. Okay, maybe, you're maybe Cas- that's it. You're thinking
0: about Casper, I think.
1: I get my Christina Ricci's and my Winona Ryder's confused.
0: Yeah, I want I want both of them to get trapped in the machine from the fly and just turn into the perfect woman. That would be amazing. Just-
1: come out <laughs> looking exactly the same and you're like, oh, well that yeah. was uneventful. But they'll still find a way to eventually just kind of like, brundle fly out in the end.
0: Yeah, sorry I kidnapped both of you and forced you into Jeff Goldblum's machine. <laughs> no,
1: I'm not even gonna lie, I'm not even sorry. I'm I'm glad I did it.
0: Any excuse to say <laughs> Jeff Goldblum's machine.
1: <laughs> That's why I watch a lot of Wes Anderson movies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> going to steal Jeff Goldblum's fly machine gonna steal his espresso machine it's gonna <laughs> steal Jeff Goldblum that's what i want to do
0: yeah. i want Jeff Goldblum to sternly discipline all animals <laughs> <laughs> no
1: no no what i want to see for real though like emoji of 100 and all red um i want to see a hot toys quality Jeff Goldblum toy Jeff Goldblum just just a Jeff Goldblum, like it. It could be one of just a body, like a base body with the head, and like the sky is the limit, you know. Just any any accessory would work. You
0: get three Jeff Goldblum heads, though. You get young Jeff Goldblum, like in mm-hmm. uh, Death Wish One, his first oh, I think for his yes. first appearance on film. Uh, so really rapey punk kid Jeff Goldblum, because yeah. he does indeed rape someone in that movie, and spray paint a target on their ass. That's really fucked up. What's the What's the matter with you, Jeff Goldblum? Uh, you get young Jeff Goldblum head, you get medium Jeff Goldblum head, <laughs> you get medium, and then you also get old Jeff Goldblum, like current Jeff Goldblum.
1: Yeah, yeah. So I think I think like medium Jeff Goldblum would be like, um. Like him in Jurassic Park. Not not the second one, but the first one with like kind of the mullet action going on. Like a really curly curly mullet.
0: Yeah, his weird his weird crullet.
1: The crullet. I love it. The crullet. Sounds like a donut.
0: It does. Hmm. <laughs> Delicious.
1: But like, yeah, some some of that and then maybe like a a button up or button down black shirt with like some some meticulously sculpted chest uh that you can swap out
0: oh that's yes just,
1: that's just what i want
0: power of the force brawn
1: yes oh my god which is weird because he's not a not like the most attractive man ever i mean he's kind of like i'd say bill murray tier where there's just something about his charm and borderline awkwardness that you're like yeah he's like a prototype michael sarah
0: so we're not getting a Hot Toys Jeff Goldblum, but we are getting a Hot Toys Aww. Captain America Civil War one sixth. Are you ready for this?
1: Oh, I'm ready.
0: Ant Man dog.
1: Ooh, okay. So the new, uh, the new Common Rider suit. Yeah, <laughs> totally.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the new Common Rider suit, uh, Ant Man, which is pretty sweet because Ant Man was dope. I really enjoyed yeah. Ant Man, and I'm gonna have to turn in my fucking cr- my nerd card, um, <laughs> to to quote a mutual friend of ours, um, <laughs> because I I'm not up to date on superhero flicks. Like I I haven't given a shit about superhero movies in a real long time. Like I don't even know who the fuck Spider Man is these days, and I have I've never seen a Thor. And, like, there's been, like, 20 different Hulks. But I really, Mm. really loved (laughs) Ant-Man. I thought Ant-Man was incredible. I thought it was so good. Well, because it
1: was Um, was Ocean's Eleven meets Avengers, and that was pretty sweet.
0: Yeah, and there was really, there was great humor. Like, when they did the the talking over the guy who's talking thing, where everyone was lip-syncing to the story he was telling. Like, that was fucking hilarious. Um, That was good times. And the one exciting little bit with this uh, Civil War Ant Man is you get a tiny little Ant Man that's like 1.1 inches tall.
1: Ooh, ooh, ooh I like that. <laughs> I like that a lot.
0: And I'm, I'm, I guarantee you that there's no posability with that thing. I think it's just like a little statue. <laughs> I don't
1: know. I think nowadays with the uh, the technology we have, I, I kind of I demand articulation at that scale it's, it's <laughs> <laughs> I can't even, i'm sorry i can't even keep a straight face with that um give me articulation yeah, or no. give me nothing if, if you're making something that small essentially like what would be it wouldn't even be to scale at that point because ant-man is super tiny but um just having something like that is pretty cool so um i imagine the paint job would be not the best but it'll probably be the best out of all the ant-mans that size
0: you know it better be it better be the fucking best at the price hot (laughs) toys go for like that better be the best fucking tiny little ant-man you've ever seen in your whole goddamn life
1: two million dollar canadian fun bucks ant-man better (laughs) better be painted or else it'll be hell to pay
0: yeah. I've got this wooden crate full of loonies that I'll trade you for <laughs> his hot toys. And that fucking Ant-Man better be the most beautiful lip. Oh, I I must be able to taste the beauty on it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's that's how we pay for everything in Canada, by the way. If it's not through PayPal, of loonies. We, we ship you a a, a crate of loonies. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll do we'll do it through our terrible post office system. But we'll make we'll make sure we're determined if there's if there's anything us Canadians are. So we've got determination.
0: Yeah, the postal system where the guy doesn't even fucking knock, he just leaves the notice on your door and bails and you're like, What the hell, man? Yeah. <laughs> Someone could have stolen this. Yeah, you go outside and the notice is like we were here at one oh five and it's like one fifteen and you're like, I was sitting like a foot away from the door. Like, how did yeah. did you knock? Are you sure you knocked, you son of a bitch?
1: Bullshit 105.
0: You tell the guy at the post office about it, and he's just like, okay, well, we can file on a complaint. And I'm like, don't file. No, just give me my thing. Give me my thing. I'm out of here. I know you guys can't compete with FedEx or UPS. Just give me my thing. I'm out of (laughs) here.
1: That is is kind of the worst, though, too. You're just like, oh, man. Or... I've, I've I've had actually a couple things that have been lost in the post, and, uh, a lot of things that just kind of don't make sense, where, um, like, I'll have, like, a giant box, just this, this huge fucking box sent to me, and they'll leave it on the doorstep. I'm like, okay, well, yay, I have my giant box, it's amazing, um, but then something that's, like, a super, super small little, uh little, little envelope with a video game in it, they'll, they'll bring to the, the post office area, and I've got to go there and collect it and everything, I'm like, what, have some consistency with this, guys, come on, I, 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 I le- like, something you could leave in the mail slot, just, just do that, just keep doing that.
0: It's like you almost want to just, like, tape a note to your door, like, I know this thing is small, just stuff it through the fucking slot, okay, just, <laughs> like,
1: just, just leave it on the ground, please signed my name
0: i left the side window open just pitch it in okay
1: (laughs) oh my god yes (laughs) i've been i've been like getting more and more things online recently it's weird i've i've hit a a season where just i can't find clothes i want to buy Like, like the type of spring jacket I'm looking for, I think, was popular in 1998, so... Oh, so you're looking um, for, like,
0: a a satiny, sheeny, uh, Pokemon jacket.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it needs to... It needs to look like an old food court, um, drinking cup, but with, like, a Pikachu just fuck like, fucked onto it. That's... (laughs) That's what I've been looking for. Um, no, no, just kind of like a, a canvassy green jacket type thing. And I, I see them almost everywhere, but they're always in the in the ladies section. And like I said, low self-esteem, can't really pull that off. So I found a website where it's like, you can buy this jacket, sizing might work. And I'm like,
0: uh, fuck it, <laughs> we're already here. I love shopping in the ladies section. I'm going to just say it, I am a size either 16 or 14 in women's pants. And nice. I know that because the ladies' section at the Gap has some dope fucking chinos and some dope fucking colors. You ain't never oh, yeah? seen light pink pants on a man before? You haven't lived, son. <laughs> Ooh-wee.
1: I'm, I'm hoping to see some of that in the next couple weeks, in that case.
0: <laughs> Maybe. We'll dig him out of the closet.
1: <laughs> hey, here, here's a crazy idea slash suggestion. Yep. Since um, we're both going to be at a upcoming, somewhat well-known toy show, how about we do a pre-toy show podcast?
0: I love that you asked me as if you were trying to ask me to the prom. That was the cutest thing I've ever heard in my entire life.
1: (laughs) Uh, Will you do me the honor?
0: I would love to. I'll even get you a little boutonniere or whatever, the little flower thing.
1: Yes! (laughs) That's yeah. (laughs) (laughs) get-me-things-of-words-I-can't-spell.
0: Yeah. Um, Yeah. So, you heard it here first, folks. Um, We will do a podcast very soon. That is uh, Tony joining me in the flesh, not via satellite. So that's exciting and something to look forward to. And we can talk all kinds of logistics in the post-show toy trade section that we don't record where we just talk about what toys we have and what toys we're getting rid of
1: totally yes oh man yeah although all the, i got the goodies so Ooh. but not in a, a keyless way in, a, in an actual like cool toy shit way
0: so there was uh that there was something we didn't have time for last time that you wanted to talk about because you wanted to bring up mattel's is it is mattel's oldest and most loved franchise is it mattel
1: um it's either yeah i believe it's the oldest and most loved um, other than the, uh, the My First science kit with the actual live uranium. That might have been ideal, though. No, mecano It was mecano sorry. Um, there we go. Yeah, so, actually, fun, fun <laughs> fact. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna look it up right now. But Mattel did have a, uh, no, not Mattel, Mecano. Uh before they we doing their, their construction sets. Um, they had a science set that would actually um, give you an actual live chunk of uranium.
0: But that's not that psychotic, like, if you really think about it. Because at that time, they thought if you, like, got under your schoolhouse desk, you would survive yeah. a nuclear blast. So, um, a nuclear blast, so... Giving someone a live stick of uranium and being like, have fun with your science there, Sonny Boy, and then ashing your cigar onto his head instead of ruffling his hair um, doesn't really seem that outlandish. Like, kids playing with stuff is a thing, and if you want to be a scientist, scientists use uranium. So here you go, Sonny Boy. <laughs> Oh, you're still trying to dig that lead BB out of your hand? Like, it was a different time. It's like,
1: oh man, my kid's going bald really early, I don't know why.
0: (laughs) I think think just back then all kids were bald or had, like, receding hair. It was just a thing. I I think so it was every single pediatrician had a cigarette dangling out of their mouth as they were checking out these babies and like just slapping them on the rump and being like yeah this one's fit and then just chucking it in the thing and moving on
1: <laughs> no reason to fix this one <laughs> yeah we um chemistry sets isotope sets things you can't buy nowadays uh kind of thankfully I mean, my teeth feel weird enough as it is on a good day. I don't need to worry about them glowing. Anyway, uh, (laughs) so second most loved toy in the world. There is a new line of Barbies that have started hitting the shelves. um, A few weeks, months ago, Uh, they revealed that they would be changing up the body type um, not just in one or two ways, but in quite a few. So the Barbie Fashionistas line, um, which is about the twelve, thirteen dollar range if you're in Canada like us, I'm assuming nine eight to nine dollars in America Town. Um there are, I believe, five different body types to choose from. So They've done the standard Barbie, which is her in her classic proportions. Uh, they've made a shorter Barbie, um, one who's about, like, half a head shorter. A taller one, who's half a head taller. And finally, a uh, a plus-sized Barbie, which is um, actually just kind of, like, completely re-sculpted and everything. Um, I'm pretty sure there's another one in there, too. I think they made a shorter plus size one, too. But I'm unaware completely. (laughs) So, these ones are pretty cool. Um, plus size Barbie in, by any means, is not, like... She's, like, your standard model plus-sized. Or she's a little bit, a little bit, got the chubby bubbies in there. She's got, like, nice, big, meaty calves, which is kind of amazing. And, um, the arms aren't sticks, which is quite nice. Uh, plus the one that we grabbed has, like, a bright blue dyed, um, big blue, uh, doll hair on her. On a hairdo. Let's go with that. So,
0: she's looking pretty cool. She's, uh... How are they, how are they marketing the, uh, the Barbie? Like, what, what are they calling her? Are they calling her plus size Barbie? Um, the official, hang on one sec. Or did they just give her, like, a name, like they do with, like, characters in Barbie World? Like, is she just Rhonda? Like...
1: No, 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 none of these actually have names, So, or at least I don't think they do. Um, so which is kind of cool, because you can, like, almost kind of imprint your own, um, name or story onto, onto these... Uh, there wasn't really anything on the the label other than just like, um, other than just like fashionistas number twenty eight, and then all these other ones. So it, it's also kind of cool that they're not doing like a, like oh this is the plus size or like this is the curvy Barbie. Yeah, because um,
0: that doesn't help what they're trying to achieve, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. They're they're almost kinda going more for like a normalcy than uh than just kinda like pointing out a, a type of uh label again, which is kinda great actually. Uh so kudos and props from this fat white bearded toyner.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I am um, I feel like it's a weird weird move. Like it's sort of like I guess better late than never, but I feel like Barbie hasn't been taking the same heat that they were normally taking. Because for years, like, decades, people have been talking about how ridiculous Barbie is um, mm-hmm. and her proportions and the image that she puts forth. And I, I was always of the opinion, well, it's, it's a fucking toy. Like, I know no. I'm not a Ninja Turtle I know I'm not a GI Joe. You fucking lied to me, I f- Logan. <laughs> and I'm th- not just- an ninja turtle. <laughs> yeah, sorry dude. My dad isn't a weird rat either. Come I- on, Splinter, explain to me. I don't look like a fucking rat. How'd this happen? Did you f- Did you fuck a turtle, Splinter? <laughs> Jesus. Um No, like, I, I assumed that um, that girls were able to just accept that Barbies were toys, but I guess, maybe. I mean, now that I'm saying all this out loud, I feel like I'm gonna be a hypocrite here, or at least change my mind, because now that I think about it, all of the radness that was uh, G.I. Joe is totally imprinted on my life. Like, I love doing uh, PSAs and warning people about wearing helmets and stuff, so... Um, <laughs> <laughs> so so, never mind. It's very important. Uh, what I was trying to get at was I better better late than never because um, I feel like Barbie and Mattel used to get a lot of heat about the the image and the proportions of Barbie. And, Definitely. But in recent years, nobody gives a flying fuck about Barbie. Like, not <laughs> to be mean, but like Barbie's on the downswing right now. Like, nobody really cares. So I think mm-hmm. it's just kind of weird to. To implement something like this now.
1: Yeah, I think it was one of those things where they kind of had to, because the only only way to do things completely different are, like, to make those dolls. Um, because I think the biggest change to, like, the standard doll shape was probably Bratz. And then once Bratz came out, so were the Monster Highs. And those were, like, even more ridiculous proportions. Like, super tiny torsos, really long limbs, giant fucking heads. They looked like kind of mid-2000s Bionicle, which is a thing only a few of you out there will get. But, like, just really weird lanky proportions and stuff, and it stayed that way for so long. And then, like, Barbie recently is just like, well fuck it, we'll we'll change things up. So they made the plus-size ones, which are rad. Um, And, I mean, it could be a little too little too late thing, but it's, like, it's still cool that they're just doing it. And, I mean, it's weird that no one has jumped in and done it. Like, so many other companies are like, we'll we'll do this, we'll create this positive body image for all girls everywhere. And do you see them actually doing it? No, no, not really. Um... Another side note thing, uh, as a toy customizer, the, uh, the made-to-move or endless moves Barbie, the one with, like, fucking 30 points of articulation, um, is a phenomenally posable toy. Uh, she actually has a better range of motion than most 3A female bodies, as well as a proper proportion, um, to, like, how normal humans are in comparison. Uh, and also, like, $80 Feisen bodies are, like, blown out of the water to this, like, $20 toy. So...
0: We were doing so good, and then you brought Fison into the equation. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I always have to, do. They make me feisty.
0: Oh, God. <laughs> There's something about a Fison figure that just makes me picture, like, the haunted uh, basements of people's mothers' houses. Like, the kind of people who collect <laughs> Feisen like, never made it out, and, like... I'm sure their life is quaint and lovely and they get to have lasagna with their mom like every Wednesday but um, there's something just so wretched and disturbing about a Fison body.
1: Yeah yeah they're they're a little terrifying it's cause they're such a weird scale and they're so like yeah they, they, they hit that, that creepy doll factor just really yeah. well
0: Scarbot Johansson man <laughs> that's all it is Beep it's blurb. just a micro Scarbot <laughs> I think one of their heads even is Scarlett Johansson's.
1: Call face. back to our sex toys episode. Um, <laughs> but yeah. Um, either way, they're pretty cool. Um, they're neat. Again, for a, a toy that I never really gave two shits about for about 30 years. Uh, mm. The fact that a good chunk of paycheck has been going to them recently is, is good on you. Good on you. Babs. Keep it going. Good on your babs. Keep fighting the good
0: fight.
1: You're doing good babs. Good babs. Good babs. Good babbies. So anyway, that's my my Barbie talk of the day. Because as your a three collector, piece. of course you you play with dolls. That's how it goes. Yeah. Let's just accept it.
0: We play with dolls. That's what we do, man.
1: <laughs> Let's fuck your gender stereotypes. And roles. <laughs> do what I
0: want. Um... Freaky basements. Uh, freaky Barbies. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, it was Fison. Fison's freaky. Barbie's, Fison. Bar- Barbie's getting quaint. Barbie's like, yeah, we'll make some shit that's normal. We're sorry we yeah. <laughs> were monsters before.
1: Bar- Barbie's like calming down. They're like... They-, they used to be the party animal, but now they're like, I don't know, I'm kind of just making up excuses to not hang out with my friends right after I... Say yeah, I'm down to go to the club because it's like I'm on thirty. I'm not going to go to the club anymore. I'm Barbie.
0: Yeah, Barbie has mellowed out. She's like, I'm going to stay in and I'm going to fuck. I'm going to start War and Peace. Okay, I've always meant to read it. I'm going <laughs> to read it. I'm going to put on the <laughs> kettle. I'm going to drink some tea and I'm going to try and read War and Peace.
1: Oh my god, yeah, you you know that the this this Barbie is super into. Like she's got a fine tea collection um her rewards at david's tea are just the points are racked up
0: yeah they Um, all know her name there too yeah like barbie it's so good to see you
1: it's this is a lovely new shade of blue you have in your hair (laughs) i Uh, I dig this one it's good times (laughs) barbie's killing it man uh but you had some exciting news
0: exciting yes um I'm I'm gonna be mean. This next segment's mean. <laughs> Some of it's exciting. The rest of it's mean. Um,
1: well, we we can't be a hug box all the time. That's a different no, podcast. True. The hug box. We, we,
0: I think we say fuck and we say tentacle too much to be. <laughs>
1: we we you know what? You're right. And also that was our tentacle <laughs> of the day.
0: Yep. Play the sound. <laughs> 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 um. Shit is getting super Frankensteiny. Um. Up, up in the toy world, uh, Mezco, yep, yeah. uh, they are doing a 112th, um, so for 3A, Mofuckers, action portable, I guess, yeah, yeah. uh, 112th, uh, <laughs> for Boris Hasbro Car-
1: kids, Black Series, or Legends,
0: or Legends, yep, yeah. <laughs> for all those lines of toys that you want to play together, yeah, um. <laughs> Uh, They're doing a Boris Karlov Frankenstein. Ooh, okay. Which looks real cool. Um, I mean, I don't rock 112 for the most part, but um, it's pretty rad. Uh, Really awesome face sculpt. You get, like, standard uh, Frankenstein showing no emotion face, and then you also get angry face, which is great. Um, You get angry face, normal face. Uh, fabric clothing, and uh, some bomb-ass metal shackles as well.
1: Oh, rad. Okay, cool.
0: I think the only thing that this is missing is a little girl for Frankenstein to just fucking pitch into a lake, because let's <laughs> not forget about that part.
1: <laughs> See, the, that has been totally rewritten for me. Kind of like in the same way how Indiana Jones has a mustache for you. Mm -hmm. Um, There was a Twix commercial that that was out where they basically rewrote the scene and instead of her giving him a flower it was something like um, she was sharing a, a thing of Twix with him and he's like I don't understand this concept. I'm a reanimated corpse. So he like eats the two Twix and then just pitches her into the lake. (laughs) <laughs> I'm like, Fuck, that's... I can get behind that. <laughs> that's my so, yeah. goddamn chocolate.
0: <laughs> so Mezco's... Mezco's doing some rad stuff. And, uh... Our, our friends over at Three Zero have a project that's relatable.
1: Oh, okay.
0: Um... So our buddies at three zero. I say buddies, but we have never had any contact with them.
1: Our, oh, our might, good, close, and personal friends. They might
0: hate our fucking guts. They might hate our fucking guts. We don't even know.
1: <laughs> we'll give them good reason to.
0: <laughs> We're watching you. Um, <laughs> so three zero is doing um, a one sixth Frankenstein. They're calling it uh, Prometheus for obvious reasons. Um, okay, because okay. Prometheus is the thing. Um, mm-hmm. But the figure is based off of the two thousand and fifteen film that no one gave a flat fuck about, Victor Frankenstein. Oh,, mm, there's so many layers to this cake of awfulness. Oh, I can't wait. It's a rubbish fucking movie with a rubbish fucking design for the monster. And it's just pure fucking rubbish. Did I mention rubbish? Um, Oh my god! But the best part is, is like
1: I Frankenstein or no? It
0: no, it's called Victor Frankenstein. Fuck! I never even wow. I think it has a score of like two on Rotten Tomatoes. (laughs) Like it's it's real bad. Um, But the worst part is, is you know that this was some sort of deal that was whipped up like before the movie came out because like the movie came out in, in. I'm assuming. October would be my that would be when I'd release a Frankenstein film, but it came out yeah. last year. So this has been a year ago and this toy is just coming out now, which makes me feel so bad for the guys over at 30 because they probably got initial designs from the character like before the movie even came out, probably whipped up an amazing fucking sculpt. Um, mm-hmm. like it it does look good like for me the design is broken because I'm like oh that's a terrible iteration of Frankenstein's monster I don't care about you but like I can yeah. ap- I guess I can appreciate it on an artistic level because that's I mean they do good sculpts like there's no bad sculpts from 3.0 um but like, I just feel so bad because like they they probably whip this up and they're like, "I'm proud of this." Let, hey guys, let's go see the movie together. Let's do it. And then they were probably like, they walked out of the theater and they're like, "I'm just gonna rip this thing to fucking pieces on Rotten Tomato when I get home." Okay. Like, this is. Do you this is do you ass. know? I'm
1: I'm looking at some pictures of it right now, and um, yep, that is that's that's a figure that exists. Um. I I love how the third picture in is him in like brawler stance which is kind of kind of Im- exciting um <laughs> but no what the face sculpt reminds me of is you have to tell me who the actor is underneath afterwards because right now oh, I don't, it looks like I don't fucking know Jason Statham in Crank 2 when they do the kaiju fight scene <laughs> it, it lo- just looks like jason statham wearing a giant prosthetic mask of himself punching (laughs) a guy in like an electric plant
0: wow um fun fact i have not seen a jason statham movie in seven years (laughs) that's
1: that is too little too little too late man you need to get some statham inside you and around
0: do i i don't know man
1: he he's he's a glorious human being. He was a basically street thug slash con artist who basically like um conned a director. I think it was actually um not Vinny Jones, but um guy who lost it Guy Ritchie. Guy Ritchie. Uh basically conned Guy Ritchie out of like some cash on the street and was like Hey, want to be in a bunch of movies and be famous for the rest of your life? Hmm. So
0: that's cool. I like how Vin Diesel's story is really humbling because he's just a fucking Dungeons and Dragons nerd who yeah. like was way too passionate about role playing, and then just became an actor because he just was like, I just want to be like my barbarian character with his fucking <laughs> two handed sword. Like that's just how it happened.
1: <laughs> that's that's totally yeah. He's just playing his character in every movie I, I love it he's like so how would my how would garthax react if he had to drive a car Or like how
0: you said drive which makes me think of ryan gosling which makes me think i want to do some role playing with ryan gosling yeah. <laughs> I, I, don't, I
1: don't know i don't i'm super kind of on the fence about where I, ryan gosling like oh
0: ryan gosling will put everyone on the fence I mean, sexually.
1: <laughs> it's. I mean, yeah, Breaker High was a great show back in the day, but but just Breaker can't, High was tight. Can't have that many notebooks around.
0: Was he on Breaker or was he on DeGrassi or was he on both?
1: I th- he was definitely on Breaker High. <laughs> I think that was his his big <clears throat> his big Canadian. Uh debut. claim to fame. Yeah.
0: <laughs> his big his big Canadian debut. <laughs> and afterwards they dunked him in a bucket of maple syrup.
1: <laughs> oh our stereotypes exist for a reason. Um yeah. Uh Ryan Gosling. Good kid. Good kid. Um I assume. I don't know. It could be... Hey, Tony!
0: You been diaclony lately? Oh, have I ever. <laughs> That's the new bit. Hey, Tony, are you diaclony? Yeah.
1: <laughs> here's here's my, my new segment of what strange things have I adopted from Logan's personality this week. Um, so, a few episodes ago, we were talking about how uh, Logan has some Masterpiece Transformers, and how I also have some Masterpiece Transformers, except mine um, involve a very specific niche, and that is basically like Diaclone colorways, because I can't afford to blow all the cash on everyone that comes out, or even the cash to get shells. Because you can only fit so many shelves on a wall, or again, just super weird Japanese characters and stuff like that, uh, which will segue into part two of this uh, inconsistent rambling. <laughs> <clears throat> so the uh, the first one is um, we were talking about KOs and how we're both fairly interested in this whole KO, especially as like a toy bootlegger um, type of, type of gem that we have, and, uh, I never really thought about, like, oh, maybe I should go for a KOMP, I keep hearing good things, but, you know, the thing you buy, you get flashbacks to when you're in the dollar store, uh, as a five-year-old getting some Transformers, and then just crumbling into dust once you take them out of the package, and, um, was getting weird, like flashbacks. I was starting to hyperventilate at work and stuff. It was terrifying. Um, <laughs> either way, so I, I started looking up reviews and comparisons, just almost uh, obsessively about about these because there was a, a local posting on a toy board where someone posted a uh, a KO of MP eighteen B, which was the blue colorway of the Blue Streak which was a Diaclone exclusive toy. And I'm like, well, that, that looks pretty cool, so let's, let's take a look. And, I mean, I do like toys with my name in it, so uh, Takasa Tony, if you're listening, thank you.
0: Yeah, T'Kassatoni, the like the heinous bandit who's sneaking toys out of factories at night.
1: Yeah, <laughs> which, is, which is apparently <laughs> the case. Um,
0: I am Tasaka Tony, the <laughs> Diaclone bandit. I'm sure that's not what his voice sounds like. He's probably way cooler. He's like I'm Dicasa Tony. <laughs> yeah. No, I I, I kind of hope he's
1: like the classic style where he's got the cape and the top hat and the really like twirly mustache. Oh yeah, and the the domino that's, mask. Yeah. It's it's almost like he would look like me, but as an oldie timey villain. And then like there'd be some hijinks that would happen uh, in case of mistaken identity. It'd be great. Mm. It'd be great. I'd probably be charged and persecuted because uh, apparently one of my weird fears now is getting arrested which that, that kept me up a few nights ago no, no for no reason either <laughs> just i was i was going to sleep and all of a sudden i thought it's like did i pay off that credit card bill how much in the red do I have to be before they actually come and arrest me? Oh my god, I wouldn't survive a day in prison, and it just kept me up to like (laughs) 2am.
0: It's like that boondocks episode where the guy's afraid of getting raped, and he decides to take the the kids on a scared stiff program to like (laughs) overcome his fear of butt rape. (laughs) And then doesn't he get that in the end anyway? no no it almost happens but then he uses his training to escape and it's (laughs) quite it's it's quite hilarity ensues i mean you would think that getting raped in prison would be a very dark time but they made it quite funny
1: it's it's the boondocks they 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 can do no wrong
0: that's true
1: um but yeah so uh like i said ramblings short So many reviews and comparisons basically said, like, these figures are amazing. Um, and just, wh- what are you waiting for? They're a third of the price. They're fantastic. Jump on them. Um, very minor things are off. And I mean, it's not going to be one of those things where it's like, I show off the collection and people are going to be like, oh, are those all legit? Like, no, nah, those two are fucking KOs and they're amazing. Check them out. Feel them. Now feel a real one it's trash in comparison. touch my ko <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna be very a very proud k o owner
0: You're gonna get a shirt that says k o is okay
1: yeah i'm i'm gonna get the Takasa tony logo oh, screen oh my god onto a i'm shirt.
0: gonna i'm gonna talk to a friend of ours to get those made up
1: oh i th- okay let's do it <laughs> I like it.
0: <laughs> Just- to Saka Tony's. Just get Tosaka Tony shirts made up. <laughs> Just
1: go to every Transformer meetup, get everyone mad and confused at you. <laughs> uh, more so than usual. They're an interesting group. Anyway. Um, yeah, so I, I put in the order for uh, KOMP 8B, Blue Streak. Um, and also I managed to find a uh, I think it's KO MP12 uh, T which is the Lamborghini KO uh, of Tiger Track which was another Diaclone exclusive and um, it's not necessarily a Tasaka Tony or Takasa Tony or whichever um, it, it actually has like the Takara logos and the foil but the thing that kind of threw me off about this one is that it might be an upgrade of the original ones because most most reviews that I've seen, um, the weapon has actually extra detail on the gun, whereas the Takara official version has that part completely smoothed over. And the, the yellow um, of the car... Is actually closer to the Diaclone colorway than the Takara version, uh, so that the, the yellow is a bit more rich, and that's just kind of confusing for me, to be honest. And uh, the the final thing that really threw me off was um, there's a picture of the, the Ko head and the official head, and the Ko head was like pretty symmetrical, like, looked pretty good. The official head was lopsided. Like, it was sculpted, super asymmetrical. And that's just kind of really weird.
0: Yeah, that's not okay. Takara, if you're listening.
1: Yeah, so it's... Takara, like, you
0: need to hire this Tosaka guy, okay? <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> Can never go wrong with the Tony on your, on your side.
0: Hmm. That's what I've learned here today, (laughs) folks. (laughs) That's how we do. go wrong with Tony on your side. So besides those uh, Transformers, have you gotten any other uh, recent acquisitions?
1: Relatively slowing down. Um, We've got something I'm picking up at the toy show, which is kind of cool. Kind of a low-key grail for me. Um, Nice. It's a 3A figure, of course, one of the older ones. The... uh, um, P-K-K-D-A, KDA, which is the guy who actually has the big old drippy Lastronaut vagina shirt. Um which oh, is the yeah, first... yeah. Yeah, you probably played around with it yesterday, I think, actually, the exact one.
0: Yeah, yeah. I yeah, I saw him. It's looking good.
1: Yeah, so that one's mine, which is exciting. Um And then yeah, I think probably the uh M.P. Star Saber, which I was fussing with earlier in the show. So Pre-show, though. The we pre-show. The part that was not record. I was recording on my end, so. <laughs> <I> had <laughs> so my I'm head in an the an game, asshole. Logan.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we hadn't did, it, did our countdown yet. Oh, wait, we did do our countdown. We just hadn't done the intro.
1: Yeah, I was, I was over-eager. I had to show off. Yeah, now enterprise. I'm going to have to
0: edit this all back in. It's going to be... Logistic nightmare.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. No, it's... I I don't envy you at all. I... <laughs> I got um,
0: something um, real cute. I just got myself a little Bosk. Oh, who's the Bosk?
1: That would be the TV show he'd star in.
0: He'd, like, walk in the door and, like he'd walk in the door of the set of the sitcom and like slam the door comically and make some weird expression the audience would clap and make like whistling sounds and then like the camera would slow pan to his face and he would just start like screaming in like horrific lizard man language just like the most like heinous like hissing licking thrashing sounds you've ever heard like oh god what change the channel god damn it <laughs>
1: It's like a Gila monster, only more pissed off than usual.
0: <laughs> yeah, so I just got myself a cute little Bosk. He's just a, a vintage vintage Bosk with a fake nice. weapon. But he's pretty tight.
1: Wait, with, a, a th- with a fake weapon, you say?
0: Yeah, like a, a repro, repro okay. weapon. Nice.
1: Ain't nothing wrong with that.
0: Yeah, it's far too glossy and nice to be an OG.
1: It needs at least a good layer of Cheeto dusting. On top to be vintage at this point.
0: Yeah, for sure. So. Yeah, They're just a cute little vintage boss because I've been picking up uh, vintage figs every now and then, vintage Star Wars figs. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Sweet. Oh, that's exciting. Um, yeah. Then there, I guess are you going to go for the full uh, bounty hunter line
0: or? I'm just gonna keep scooping vintage stuff when I see it for decent prices. Like I don't. I don't know, it's not, like, a line where I feel like I need to have a motif or, like, collect everything, because screw that. But, um, just, yeah, some some dope bounty hunters would be tight, and just (laughs) keeping on with my Greedos.
1: Yeah, do it up. Let's get some Dengars. Get some Dengars into the mix.
0: You know what? I've seen some vintage Dengars, and the funniest part about vintage Dengar is he's a little bit stunted, like he's real short for some reason, and, like, (laughs) I mean, we can't go an episode without making fun of Dengar, and the more I make fun of Dengar, the more I love Dengar, Uh, so yeah, fuck it, I'll pick up a vintage Dengar real soon. Yeah, Yeah,
1: why not? I mean, someone has to, I guess, that's... (laughs)
0: Well, the fun part is I'm going to pick it up and I'm going to give it to you and then you have to keep it because it's a gift and you're like, oh, I can't get rid of this fucking turd that I have to put on my shelf.
1: <laughs> I'll find a way to, like, keep it on the wall. <laughs> Just put, like this fucking toy. <laughs> I'm pretty sure, though, now here here's probably a toy fact that you can take home to the bank. Um, mm-hmm. I'm positive that you could still find vintage Dengar's in mint and package, probably somewhere out there, just on the shelf, right next to the 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 big old Jabba's Palace six tits fan choice toy. They're basically <laughs> the same thing.
0: Like still on the peg in a Zellers somewhere, like yeah. <laughs> untouched by time, or just like <laughs> they still exist out there in the universe for people to sell like toy collector wise?
1: No, 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 no. They're 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 probably out in the wild still. Actually, um, up until about <laughs> a year ago, the uh, I again her her name escapes me because who gives a shit. Uh, but Jabba's Palace Six Tits was on super clearance at the Toys R Us uh, in Vancouver. Yeah, as as recently as I would honestly say six months ago.
0: Really? Like, a vintage one? Or, like, a Power of the Force one?
1: Um, no, 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 the, uh, there was no vintage or Power of the Force. Uh, she originally came out in the, um, it was the the Droid Builder, uh, Clone Wars mm. series. Oh, okay. Uh, so oh, it was still...
0: Oh, I know, I, I can picture the packaging. It's kind of like a weird, like, round bubble package.
1: Those are the ones with the, the clone oh. trooper helmet as the, the the backing.
0: Yeah, she's the worst. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Dengar, you just lost your title of, like, worst Star Wars character. It now goes to the six-titted lady.
1: If, if there was, like, some sort of trash prom king and queen, they would be making the most disgusting bonk that night. Mm-hmm. Just, yeah, would... with their
0: like, with their sachets made of garbage that say "Mr. <laughs> and Mrs. Garbage" king and Pretty queen much. of the garbage prom. <laughs> Dengar
1: <laughs> and six tits. Ugh! Like you'd you'd know, you'd know they'd be they'd be loud and smelly.
0: You'd RSVP to that wedding, just know. no. Sorry. No, it's just, I prior lost prior my engagements. Dangar
1: in the garbage that you found, because you're wearing it.
0: I don't I don't care if Boba Fett is your best man, I'm not coming to this wedding, Dengar.
1: <laughs> Boba Fett would totally not be the best man. Boba Fett would be like, what? yeah, I got They're shit pals. to do with Bosk and Zuckus and They're... Forlom and, you know, I hate that <laughs> robot motherfucker IG-88, but we got to do robot shit together that <laughs> evening. And... <laughs> you have a
0: good time though according to the one extended universe comic i've ever read um dengar and boba fett are fucking tight man
1: oh yeah it's i thought boba fett like tied dengar to like the back of a speeder and like just kind of kicked it into overdrive and like basically dragged him across the desert for a while
0: I think that's your version of the Indiana Jones mustache. Like, I think that's just <laughs> what you want to hear. No, no, it was in, like,
1: Tales of the Bounty Hunters. It was in, like, a book.
0: Oh, maybe. I don't know, man. There's so much... Like, I love me... I love me some Star Wars, but there's mm-hmm. no way I'm remembering every character's name, let alone <laughs> the thousands upon thousands of spin off books and stories about them, like... My Star Wars Canon in my brain goes as far as the movies, and i I still include the prequels because of such famous lines of dialogue, like I heard Yoda and the other Jedi talking about chlorians. I was wondering, what are chlorians? <laughs> like <laughs> there's no, there's nothing wrong with those movies. <laughs> I'm <trying to> say. <laughs> oh. <laughs>
1: what's the force oh it's weird little mitochondria that we said weird living inside your butt (laughs) mito mito no midichlorians not mitochondria the power force (laughs) of the the force not the cell you also have diabetes young anakin
0: (laughs) (laughs) young anakin Take, Maybe. Your, take your blood sugar test
1: that's that's exactly what it was he's like he's like I don't want to I don't want to have to deal with anyone who has like medical problems or anything so like, oh, well we're testing for midichlorians yes not the mm-hmm. beatus. <laughs> it was just it was just a really elaborate ploy and then a bunch of star wars fans got pissed off totally what it, it was. It was
0: a terrible, terrible ploy. You
1: know what I did always want though when I was young and naive or slightly more than usual? Um, The episode one uh, e-com scanner reader RF function oh, rewriter yes. toy.
0: Oh my the- god.
1: That's, for I- some reason always wanted that.
0: I want to track one of those down so bad. That'd be so funny to, like, listen to the clips that are, like... Because there's little audio clips that are tied to each of their, their stands, right? Yeah. it be so funny. <laughs> so fucking funny.
1: <laughs> it's the only reason why you'd buy some of the shitty toys. Just so you could, like, listen to you in your giant digivice.
0: Watto's chip you put it in and he just says like I'm a horrible stereotype and like <laughs> that's that's what it is
1: oh my god yeah, you're like potato tabernacle you're like whoa shit <laughs> that's super offensive George why would you do that you know Quebec has no chill um, <laughs> I'm just kidding Quebec you have tons of chill I assume
0: Quebec, if you're listening,
1: Poutine is rad. Quebec, <laughs> yeah, I wonder if Quebec does have some rad toy stores. That'd be good times.
0: Oh, I bet I bet you they're the secret. They're the fucking secret haven for awesome toy finds.
1: Probably, probably, yeah.
0: I haven't done much in the way of uh, adventuring and like looking for cool toy stores. Uh-huh. Um, because of ease of access to the internet and having an awesome local toy store that I frequent that I'm, I'm there like every fucking day. It's kind of fucked up. Um, but, and, and when I was in Paris, I went to Lulu Berlu, which was like a super awesome vintage toy store, but I couldn't find mm. much in England, but I didn't try very hard cause I was drinking a lot. It was, there was, there was times when I was gone, but That would be a fun adventure, to, like, find the niche in places, like, that you wouldn't expect. Like, Quebec would be a great one, because Quebec culturally is a little more, uh... Not sheltered, that's the wrong word, but you know what I mean? Like, it's a little more tight-knit, and, like, they're sort of doing their own thing. So they probably have some awesome, cool shit that we don't even know about, which would be tight.
1: I have a feeling that, like the vintage like value village or uh, like thrift stores would be pretty solid for toys out there. Like they, they they seem like the type of place where you know once you're twelve all your cool shit gets just thrown out, donated, and there's probably some like nice nineties stuff kicking around out out there that no one just really goes for.
0: That would be quite the hunt, too, just to, like, check out, like, thrift stores in non-big-ass cities. Like, if you went to, like, some interior towns in, like, B.C., even, like, if you're just like, mm-hmm. fuck it, we're going to Trail. Like, yeah. <laughs> I you Trail has, like, the dopest thrift store you've ever been in in your whole life, you know?
1: Uh, well, if you're out in Trail for any reason, I mean, I guess you might. There's, oh, actually, not quite as far as Trail, but, I mean, I guess close enough. Um, I didn't get a chance to go there because it wasn't open yet, but there is a uh, small vintage toy store that's opened up in Penticton and oh that's cool that 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 is kind of rad. I hopefully because my grandmama, Mima, if you're listening, which you aren't um <laughs> I <laughs> um she lives up there, and you know you kind of have to do the 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 yearly grandma trip. So instead of uh, looking for the Ogagapo sea monster last year for my horror podcast, I will look for some toys for this podcast
0: Tight as my mission. Tight. Yeah.
1: Um, it's always been kind of like a weird, a weird place for me in Penticton. Um, found weird toys just kind of at like street markets and stuff like that. Like I found a uh, 2013 Star Wars Lego Advent Calendar, completely sealed, like in, in in the box and everything at a at a farmer's market. And this guy was selling like Hot Wheels and just kind of weird toys and shit like that and he had a uh, a Palisades reissue Microman. And I'm like so I'm rinsing these two. Uh, what? What? And he's like, ah, both of them for twenty bucks. I'm like, oh my god.
0: So, <laughs> yeah, you don't know what you have. <laughs> like,
1: pr- pretty much. I was trying really hard to like hide the erection. Um, yeah, his, it's just a weird thing because like you
0: don't want to you don't want to just like rinse someone on a deal, just like <laughs> rip them the fuck off. But at the same time, it's like, give me that cool shit. I'm excited that you don't know how cool this shit is. Yes. <laughs> <It's>
1: like, <laughs> if you don't buy it from me today, it's just going back out in the desert. You're like, oh, okay, yeah. So yeah, that was that was a good that was a good time. Got myself also, I got myself like a really cool like jeweler's kit as well, just to do my my toy customs with, and some beard balm to keep myself nice and. Nice and uh, full of the essential oils, and then some uh, some shaved ice, uh, some Hawaiian shaved ice to keep my face naturally oily. It was uh, a was, was quite quite the day, quite the
0: day. All right, thanks for joining us, everybody. This is the end of the podcast, and if you learn anything here today, folks, it's that you can get everything you fucking need from a farmer's market. There's there's nothing that you cannot find there, including rad vintage toys. Um, so, Tony, if you wanted to say something to the people before we clock out for the night, the morning, at whatever I- time you record, Tony. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think you hit the nail on the head right there at the farmer's market. Just support, shop local. Shop local.
0: <laughs> shop local. Alright, thanks again everybody, and remember folks, insectoids for megabug gladiators is a notoriously bad trade. We'll see you next time.